Good morning, church. This morning we are going to actually discuss about the uh, the first portion of John 8. All right. So let me actually read uh, John 8, verse 1 to 11. So I'm going to actually read it from the NIV version. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At dawn, he appeared again in the temple courts, where all the people gathered around him. And he sat down to teach them. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. In the law, Moses commanded us to stone such woman. Now, what do you say? They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, Let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time, the older one first, until only Jesus was left. With the woman still standing there, Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now. And live your life of sin. John 8, 1 to 11. Now, before we go further into this, uh, this, this chapter in John 8, let me give you a bit of background from the previous chapter, which is from John 7. Now, in the previous weeks, I know that the uh, Pastor Agus, uh, Pastor Lillian, Pastor Ruth, Pastor Tanwin, uh, they all mention uh, bits of portion of chapter 7. But uh, there is actually one, one particular statement from Jesus in, in chapter 7 that caught my eyes. And then let me read this for you from John 7, verse 19. So this is the previous chapter. This is what Jesus said. Has not Moses given you the law, yet not one of you keeps the law? Why are you trying to kill me? Now, this is, this is Jesus' statement to the, uh, uh, to the Jews, all right? So, has not Moses given you the law, yet, uh, yet no, uh, none of you keeps the law? So, so, in this context, Jesus rebuked the Jews. Jesus rebukes the teachers of the law and the Pharisee. Hey, guys, you claim that you follow the, the Moses law. In fact, you're not. So, so he actually rebuked, uh, rebuked that. Now, interestingly, if you read ch- chapter 7, after that statement, uh, there were three attempts to actually seize Jesus, to capture Jesus, and to kill him. I'll, I'll, I'm not going, um, it's not on the slide, but I'll just give you some reference. In John 7, 30, at this, uh, at this, they tried to seize him, but no one laid hand on him because his hour had not yet come. 
The second one in John 7:44, some wanted to seize him, but no one laid a hand on him. Again in John 7:45, finally the temple guards went back to the chief priests and the Pharisees, who asked them, uh, "Why didn't you bring him in?" So at least after that, in just chapter seven, there are three attempts to actually seize Jesus. Now let's go back to chapter uh, chapter eight. The next day. So Jesus actually kept on teaching the Jews. The next day, so he, uh, this is actually still in the, in the realm of the, uh, um, uh, the festival of tabernacles. So Jesus was, was teaching the Jews in the temple courts. While he was teaching, his teaching was actually interrupted. So there, uh, there was actually a group of people, which is the, uh, uh, the teachers of the law, the Pharisees. They came uh, interrupting Jesus' teaching. And then they, they brought a woman. So, so the Bible said that this is the adulterous woman. They brought the, uh, they brought the woman. They put the woman right in the middle of all the uh, people that's gathering, standing there. And then, and then in John 8, 4 to 6, this is what they say. Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. In the law, Moses commanded us to stone such woman. Now, what do you say? Again, it said they were using this question as a trap in order to have, to have a basis of accusing him. Now, again, let's put back the, the context in chapter 7. So in chapter 7, Jesus said, hey, Jews... You claim that you follow Moses' law. In fact, you are not. Now, the next chapter, the next day, this is what the Jews are trying to do. They're trying to prove to, uh, to Jesus, hey, Jesus, you were wrong. We follow Moses' law. Here is an example. We've got this woman who, were, uh, who, who was caught in the act of adultery. Now, according to Moses' law, Sin needs to be stoned. So, so they're trying to prove to Jesus that they were, they were following Jesus to contradict what Jesus said to them the previous day. So it was never actually about, it was never actually, uh, so these Jews, it was never actually about following Moses' law, but it was, try, uh, it was more into try to prove that they are right. Jesus, you were wrong. We were right. We were following Moses' law. And here is the, the example. And then the Bible clearly say they were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis of accusing him. They're trying to capture Jesus. They're trying to seize Jesus. That's what they've been trying to do the previous day. At least we knew there were three, three attempts to actually seize Jesus the previous day. And they were trying to continue to do this. Now, let's continue. So, so when, uh, when Jesus was presented with that situation, uh, the Bible said, then Jesus started writing on the ground. Now, we, we, we don't know what, what he wrote because the Bible actually didn't tell exactly what he wrote. So uh, he was writing on the ground. Uh, and then when they urged Jesus to say, come on, Jesus, what's your answer? What's your answer? What do you think about this situation? And then Jesus said in John 8, verse 7, 
let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And then he kept on actually coming back writing again. Now, let me get this clear. What the Jews told Jesus about the woman should be condemned, should be stoned to death because, because of adultery, that was a correct statement. In fact, Moses' law did say that. And if we see in Leviticus 20 verse 10, this is uh, uh, Moses' law. If a man commits adultery with another man's wife, with the wife of his neighbor, both the adulterer and the adulteress are to be put to death. Again, another verse in Deuteronomy 22, verse 23 to 24a. If a man happens to meet, uh, 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 to meet in a town a virgin pledged to be married and he sleeps with her, you shall take both of them to the gate uh, of that town and stone them to death. So, so that's, what, uh, that's what Moses' law is. So uh, the, the, uh, Moses' law did say, if you actually found a, a couple who, who, were, uh, who were actually caught in the adultery, uh, they need to die. And the way they need to die is by stoning them. But this is the thing, though. The Jews brought the woman. Where is the man? Where is the man? Can the law be imposed to the wo- uh, uh, to to one person? Well, the fact that this this is what, what I found interesting. In when we uh, uh, read the the verse, it it did say the, the Jews say, "Hey Jesus, this is the woman who were caught in the act of adultery, who were caught." Now, when you caught somebody in the act of adultery, there were two people, right? So what is the other one? And then can you, can you justify that the woman was wrong and then you let go the other one? It, what is justice? Uh, people always say, so what is the justice then? Can, can the, the, the law be implied if it is only half-truth? Again, we, we see this scenario that uh, the, the Jews actually don't, don't really care about, about all this. They only care because they want to trap Jesus. All right? And then, and then uh, so, so if, 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 if Jesus say, no, no, you're, 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 no that, that, woman, um, uh, that, that, uh, that woman was guilty, stone her to death. If Jesus said that, and then, and then the Jews will say, hang on, Jesus. I thought, I thought you know, when, when you were preaching in, in the mountain, your sermon say, you shall not commit uh, murder. Why you want to actually kill this woman? Or remember Jesus the other day when you met with the, uh, the rich person who is asking you how to get to heaven. And then you, uh, you said to him, you know, you should obey your parents. You do not lie and you shall not commit murder. And now you're saying that we should actually kill the woman? Or, or, or probably if, if Jesus said that, 
um, don't, don't stone the woman. Don't kill the woman. And, the, and then the Jews will say that, hang on, Jesus. I thought, I thought back then you said that you, you came to earth to fulfill the law. You're, you're not, uh, um, uh, but uh, you, are you trying not to fulfill the law? It, uh, uh, in today's world, we say that there is a situation of catch-22. If you say, kill the person, then you are wrong. If you say, don't kill the person, then you're wrong. You probably ask, but William, that woman was, was wrong, right? That woman uh, committed adultery. Surely, surely she must be actually punished in some way. Surely there should be judgment put on her. And then probably the answer is yes. She commits sin. There should be punishment for, uh, for her sin. Probably yes. Until she met Jesus. You see... Do you, think, do you think Jesus knew that this woman um, committed adultery? Do you think that, that, that Jesus already, already knew that she was a, a sinful person? I believe he did. You know, when, when, when Jesus said that um, in John 8 verse 7b, this is what, what his response to the Jew. Let any of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Jesus, don't, uh, Jesus didn't say that do not throw, uh, you know, throw, uh, throw stone at her or do not throw at her. Jesus acknowledged, all right, yep, she was wrong. Okay, any of you that there are not sin, uh, throw stone at her. She knew that she was again in John eight verse ten b. Later on, he say he uh, he said to the woman, "Go now and live your uh, life of uh, uh, go now and live your life of sin." So the fact that Jesus said that okay, uh, Jesus knew that she was a sinful person. That's why Jesus say, "Live your sin, live your life of sin." Jesus knew she was wrong. Jesus knew that she was sinful. But he didn't condemn her. But he did not stone her to death. You know what? In that situation, the only person who who has all the right to stone the woman to death is Jesus. Let me clarify this point. Jesus said, those who are without sin, stone her to death. In fact, he is the only one without sin. In, 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 if, you, if we read, uh, read in Hebrew 4, for verse 15, it said, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way. Just as we are, yet he did not sin. In that, in that situation, the only person that has no sin in his body is Jesus. He's got all the right to stone her, but yet he chose not to. 
And then, and then he said in John 8, verse 10 to 11, Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. This is what they say. Then, neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and live your life uh, of sin. If we continue reading the, the, uh, uh, the, in chapter uh, uh, 8, in, in John 8, verse 15, he said, You judge by human standard. I, this is Jesus, I pass judgment on no one. This woman, because of her sin, she was condemned. But when she met Jesus, Jesus forgave her sin, took away the condemnation out of her. That's why, that's why Jesus said that, then neither do I condemn you. She is no longer see the woman as a condemned person. He forgave her sin. Isn't that uh, what, uh, what, um, uh, what a new creation is all about? Isn't it uh, that what repentance is all about? You're living your old uh, life which is full of sin. You go with a new life, fresh new without sin. Isn't that actually what, what, uh, what we, are, uh, we are all about when, when we actually accept Jesus? When, when he forgave our sin, we, he took away our condemnation in our life, and then we start a new one. Go and live your life without sin. Romans 8 verse 1 and uh, to 2. It actually summons beautifully. Therefore, there is, n- there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit uh, who, ge- uh, who gives a life has set you free from the law of sin and death. That's what happened to that woman on that day. Now, I want to give a couple points. Points number one. Sometimes we were like the Pharisee. Sometimes we were like the teachers of the law. You know what, uh, what they do and what we do? We easily judge people. If people have a different opinion than, than ours, then we say they were wrong. When people actually hurt us because, because uh, and then we think we, we, we were right, they need to be judged. They need to, to have a punishment. And then some, uh, sometimes we, we don't agree with people who, who are actually different with us because we, we always think that we are right. And then by default, if we are right, then you are wrong. In Romans 2 verse 1, it said like this. You therefore have no excuse. You who pass judgment on someone else, for at whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourself because you who pass, who pass judgment do the same things. Romans 2 verse 1. Now, it's interesting it said that you pass judgment, 
you actually do the same thing. Now, let me, let me, let me actually share this with you. Why do you think the Pharisee and the teachers of the law, they have this intention to stone the woman to death after what Jesus say, they, they, they stop their intention and then they start leaving the, uh, the, 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 the scene. Why do you think they say that? Uh, why do you think they do that? They, they, they stop their intention to actually kill the woman. It is because uh, God's word, Jesus' words, rebuked them. And then suddenly they realize, okay, we are also a sinners, just like that woman. Because what Jesus said, that if, if no one of you actually uh, without sin, just throw the stone at her. That statement made them realize we were also sinners. We have no right to actually judge another sinners. We are not clean yet. And then, and then, in fact, passing judgment or passing condemnation is always actually something that Jesus against. It's always been what his teaching is. In Matthew 7, verse 1 to 2, it says, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Now, I'm, I'm going to actually uh, make this point. If Jesus, the one without sin, not judging other people, in this case the woman, not putting condemnation to other people, again in this case the woman, shouldn't we, the follower of Jesus, Follow his footsteps and stop judging people and stop condemning people. If we claim that we are follower of Jesus. Think about that. The second point that I want to actually make as well. The first one is sometimes we were just like the, uh, the Pharisee. The second one is actually we were like the woman. We were like this, this adulterous woman. We live in a sinful life. We, we, we commit sins all the time. You probably ask, but William, I'm not like the woman. I'm not committing adultery. Yes, you may not commit adultery, but you actually commit all other sins. When, when you disobey your parents... When you actually speed through the traffic light, when you actually got angry with your friend, when you do not want to forgive your parents, when you do not, uh, when 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 you get very cocky, when you are not humble, when when you get angry to to, to people without reason, when you judge people, we commit a lot of sin in our life. And then the. The, 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 the interesting uh, thing is actually in, in Romans 6, verse 23a, it just mentioned one very simple sentence. For the wages of sin is death. Now, just like the situation with Jesus and the woman, Jesus has all the right to stone the woman if he wanted to. Same thing with our God. 
because of our sin, he's got all the right to put us into hell. Because we were sinners. But just like what Jesus did to the woman, he chose not to. So did our God. He chose not to put us into hell. Through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. He chose not to actually put us into hell. What is our response? Now, I believe the woman who were condemned or the woman who were in quote, let go by Jesus. I believe she repented. Now, I had a discussion, a small discussion with Pastor Agus the other day. So, some of the, uh, uh, the Bible scholars believe the woman is Mary Magdalene. Some of the Bible scholars say, no, it's not Mary Magdalene, it's somebody else. Now, if you ever watched the, uh, the movie Passion of the Christ, this is back in year 2004, you know, that was directed by Mel Gibson. I, I, I don't know whether you watched that. There was a small scene uh, where, where this, uh, this woman who, were, who was portrayed as Mary Magdalene tried to reach out to Jesus' feet because, uh, because uh, she was actually about to be stoned by all the Jews. If this woman, uh, if this, this woman that, that we are actually talking about was Mary Magdalene, she is the one, after that, that instance, she follows Jesus everywhere he goes. He's, she saw when Jesus was actually crucified on the cross. She was there when, when they, uh, they put the, uh, Jesus' body into the tomb. And Mary Magdalene was also the very, very first person who met Jesus after his resurrection. From someone who is um, a, a woman of adulteress becoming a follower of Jesus. Now, I'm going to conclude with this. We are all sinners. Like, uh, I, I gave two examples. Number one, we, uh, some, uh, we, sometimes we were like the, uh, the, the Jews or the, uh, the Pharisee or the teachers of the law who, uh, who easily judge people or condemn uh, people. Or we are also like the women who were, who were being put in the middle of the group ready to, uh, to basically just uh, to die because of her sin. Cannot do anything. It's just surrendering to the faith. All right, I'm about to die, uh, to be stoned. There's nothing much I can do. Sometimes we were in that position as well. But God's word changed these two parties. God's word actually uh, uh, stopped the intention of the, uh, of the Pharisee to, to, uh, to, uh, wanting to actually stone the woman. God's word also 
stop the woman to keep on actually committing her uh, her um, false behavior, like like keep on actually uh, involved in the in the adultery all the time. But there is a difference. One party, which is the Jews, which is the teachers of the law, it was just a temporary conviction. And then we know the next day, they keep on trying to actually seize or capture Jesus again. And we know the end of the story. They were succeeded. They caught Jesus and they crucified him. But on the other hand, the woman, when, when, when she heard the, uh, the words of Jesus, she changed her life. She, she was a sinner now she is a follower of Jesus. She, she used to actually commit adultery. Now, now she follows everywhere uh, Jesus goes through, her, uh, through his death and resurrection. Which one will you be? Are you going to be the one? Uh, today we, we actually, you hear the, uh, uh, the, the words of God. Are you going to be like the Pharisee where, where it's just like a temporary conviction? And tomorrow you gradually come back with your same old, same old. Keep on actually the same, uh, committing the same sin. Keep, uh, keep on actually committing the uh, uh, wrong things. Or are you going to be like the woman? You hear the word of God today and you change your life from today onwards, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. Which one will you be? Now, in... In a second, I'm going to actually give the opportunity. I'm going to actually pray for you if you want to actually commit yourself to Jesus. But before, before I do that, I'm going to actually uh, give one more point. When the woman was actually being uh, brought, brought by the, the Pharisee into the uh, middle of the group, put it there. Jesus wasn't surprised of this woman's sin. Jesus, Jesus didn't say, oh, really, you commit adultery? Did you, did you do that? Jesus didn't, uh, didn't do that. Jesus wasn't surprised. He knew that the woman was a sinner. Now, same thing with us. May, maybe you never actually gave yourself to, uh, to Jesus. Maybe you think that, well... I've got so big sin that I don't think Jesus can actually forgive. Or you probably think that I've got this sin that I've been hiding for years that no one knows. No one knows except me. Will Jesus actually forgive me? Well, I'll give you the good news. He already knew. There is no sin that you can present to him that he doesn't know. He's not going to be very surprised. Really? You did that? He's not going to say that. He already knew. In fact, it's not just he knew. He already forgave your sin back 2,000 years ago on the cross when he died on the cross. Come forward to him. Be bold to him. Be honest to him. There is nothing that he doesn't know. He already knew. All that you need to do is actually to come forward. And give your life and accept him as your personal savior and, uh, and um, your personal savior. If it is actually you, follow me in this prayer. Dear Jesus, 
This morning, I heard about your words. And I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. And at the moment, I want to accept you as my personal Savior and Lord. I believe, Jesus, that you died on the cross for my sin. You forgave my sin, just like you forgave that woman's sin. And you resurrect three days after. Holy Spirit, start reigning in my heart. Lead me in my everyday life. We thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm accepting you now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you all.